2: the Sports Bar with Danger and Battaglia, Buddy, it's Thursday. It's Friday,
1: Junior.
3: Christian Kirksey to retire.
1: A.J. Klein getting brought back to the practice squad. Once
3: I saw a Tropical Cyclone, it got my attention.
4: They're a really good football team. Mike Danger.
5: Yesterday's history, tomorrow's a mystery. Oh. Today is a gift, and that's why they call it the present.
3: Gene. Gene Battaglia. I listen every Sunday to the Italian carousel oh, here course. on the Fan Rock, of, of course. course. T.D. Bianchi. Bianchi. She's 75. The Bears making Normal news this morning, re-signing backup QB Nathan Peterman. My man, Nate
2: Pete, is back in the house. Thank God for that. So happy for that.
1: Let's get into Thursday Night Football.
5: Giants at the Niners. Hey, Frisco fan.
2: Hey, Frisco fan.
4: Oh, Bo Nix, our good friend.
5: Bo-Nicks. Bo Nix, Bo Nix, Bo. Hi, everybody. Hi, Hi Dr. Nick.
6: In the air tonight is not really a drum solo, I think. It's just a little film. Hey, look, it's day one of training camp. The job is to win. Winning should be expected.
2: 95.7 FM and AM 950, The Fan, Rochester.
5: Welcome to Happy Hour, and thanks for joining us in the sports bar. It's Danger and Bataglia getting ready for... Some action tonight Thursday night football in Santa Clara. The uh, Giants taking on the Niners. It feels like that's going to be your typical kind of Thursday night game. Maybe a one sided affair, not a sexy matchup. Al Michaels complaining
3: by what second quarter? I think so. Like, no, Al is kind of home. He lived up there oh, not in the Bay Area. Yeah. So, so he'll he'll drift off and it's talk not about it. Too others. inconvenienced yeah. to, right. to
5: work on Thursday night. Being in the Bay, um, that, that's that's going to be fun. We're, we're engaged in that, uh, and we're spending a lot of time today talking, of course, about the Bills uh, traveling to Washington to take on the Commanders on Sunday. You'll be able to hear the game on the fan. Rochester, weather may be a factor as all of a sudden we've got this,
3: what is it, tropical cyclone that that they're talking about? There's, there's a report that it'll be all kind of passed by 8 a.m., but well, even if that's true, whether there are going to be any kind of tailwinds, what kind of – you know, if they're talking three to six inches of rain over 48 hours – the, the whole, the area on the coast there's going to get pounded with, what kind of condition is that field going to be in? Yeah, um, Christian Kirksey retiring today. We'll explain why that
5: might not be a bad thing for the Buffalo Bills. Uh, we welcome you on in. Appreciate you listening, making us part of your routine. We were talking earlier. Um, we, Gino and I and, and everybody here at Odyssey Rochester today was like our, our special like team get-together, tailgate party. and We had it at our usual haunt there, Three Heads Brewing on Atlantic Avenue, and we ran into the, the minister of mayhem, Jeff Dale, and we just started rapping about sports there at the sports bar at Three Heads, and uh, man, again, just a reminder of what a privilege it is to be able to do this every day here in the sports bar, and, and you joining us, giving us your most valuable commodity, your time, even if it's for a few minutes on your ride home at 95.7 FM or AM 950, well, that's an honor. We don't take that for granted and appreciate you.
3: Okay, so if you're going to give us a time, I'm going to give you a quick take here on this whole uh, Kirksey situation, because the cynic would- would say, ha, it happened again. Look, Brandon Shell retiring. You could go down the whole list. You're danger. Anquan Bolden. Who is the corner? Vontae Davis. Boy, it must be something in the atmosphere here. They come to Buffalo. and No, I don't want to be a part of this. Or maybe Christian Kirksey just got here and realized, you know what? That kid is good. I'm not getting on the field. What am I doing here? I, I don't want to end on a practice squad here. I'm retiring. And he had a hamstring injury. And oh, also, you know why he's on the Bills practice squad? Because no other team would have him on an active roster, or else he would be collecting a higher paycheck. That's the way it works. You don't get paid the same when you're on a practice squad. So, to me, look at the positive here. Maybe you actually do have something in Terrell Bernard.
5: Yeah, it was... Uh I view it as that he probably looked at this like, they there's no clear path to me getting on the field. I don't want to stay on a practice squad anywhere. I want to get on the field. And he could get on the field. Any team could claim him off the practice squad. They didn't. So two weeks into the season, he just decides to hang it up. And a decent career. He led the Texans in tackles just last year. Probably believes he can still play, but the rest of the NFL believes otherwise. Sean McDermott, on the retirement of linebacker christian kirksey yeah, he's a
4: class act um and um he made us better while he was here certainly understand his you know the situation he's played he's used to playing and um he's, he has obviously his reasons for it and uh and i respect him for it um he's all class and i heard so many good things about him before he came here um and, uh, and we tried to get him a few times before uh, i think via free agency and then uh uh, he went elsewhere, but I uh, just wish we could have gotten him maybe a little bit uh, earlier in his career. But um, appreciate all that he brought to us and um, the time and the sacrifice um, while he was here. He's played. He's used to playing.
5: I mean, if, if you're a competitor, that's what it comes down to. Look, man. I want to get on the field. If I can't do it here, and that's fine. I, I don't need to be on the practice squad to have a full life. I will retire
3: and and move on. Yeah, that's let, let me hold my head up high and kind of walk away from the game. And all right, is there a big drop off? Hey, AJ Klein, look, if you quiz Danny Bilson, hey, is AJ Klein on the practice squad now? Yes or no? I. I, I would guess it's 50 50. Like, oh, he wasn't on the practice squad. Mm. Now he is. Yeah. So there's your um, emergency plan now and, for the Bills. And his short time with the team, Sean McDermott addressing whether
5: or
4: not Kirksey had an influence on. Bernard. Yeah, I mean, it's when you play out there and, and you've been around the game and um, the one in that role, I mean, you have, you know, multi- years and years of snaps uh, uh, in terms of uh, working in the job that this young player is trying to perform. And there's just so much for a young player, in particular, that position to get accustomed to. Um, it just takes time. And so, the veteran presence that Christian was, and uh, and the wisdom he was able to impart on TB, just how the games played, kind of you know in between the plays, and and um, so that's just uh, that's invaluable.
5: That, that's a long way of saying he lit a fire under Terrell Bernard's butt. You know, yeah. like he was here, veteran presence. Hey, if you can't do the job, I'll step up and do it. I can still do it. I can still play. Here's how you do it. And and Bernard actually through two weeks has looked. Good. He hasn't been a liability, and we were worried about middle linebacker. That could still rear its ugly head through the course of the season, and now you won't have Christian Kirksey to fall back on if if it goes south.
3: Yeah, it's a Washington team that can run the football, certainly, but it's I, I'm giving you the positive. It's not a bad thing that Kirksey decided to hang it up today because if the plan goes uh, according to the plan, it's not you don't need him on the field. Bernard is your middle linebacker, so there's that. What do we make of this story also before we get to the injury updates? When we were at camp, we were all wondering, how is this Bill's defense going to look? How are they going to employ safety Taylor Rapp, somebody who was big in the Super Bowl two years ago for the Rams, and somebody that you could groom maybe to be the you know heir apparent to Micah Hyde or perhaps Jordan Poyer. And then you had this hit that – Eh, yeah, he should probably be fine against Devontae Adams, but it's very rare you have a wide receiver or any player talk in a way against another player on another team the way Adams did against Taylor Rapp. Yeah,
5: Adams wants to be on the field and that rap hit to Adams forced him off the field and he didn't return. This is this is Devontae Adams on Taylor Rapp's hit from Sunday. Look, I wasn't uh, I don't I don't want to continue to talk too much about it, but I will. (laughs) Was it unnecessary? Completely, obviously. And I mean, depending on how you look at it, I mean, certain players play a certain way too. Some people out of control, they fly around, they don't really have much true purpose out there. I mean, playing a half field on one side, you run over and hit somebody in the head on the other side of the field. I mean, that's the type of stuff that contributes to
2: you not being on the field. You know, that's why you're in when you're going in the south by 25 at the end of the game, (laughs) you know, and, you know, maybe. Maybe if that man learns
4: how to play the game the right way,
3: he'll see the field. But he, until then, he'll he'll have to go and live off a of place like that. I guess. Absolute dunk on Taylor Rap by Devonte Adams. Wow! Somebody's got to ask McDermott about that. Is he playing the game the right way? That's. I think they are grooming rap. I, you know, I know it's only a
5: one-year deal, but if he shows up and look, I, maybe I'm a, the minority of this. I love big hits. I love them. I don't want to see anybody injured. I, you know, I do care about the player's safety. I know that they're human beings, but when you see a big physical hit, and in the moment, that's what rap's hit looked like and then you see it a little bit closer like oh, I' got their head a little bit there, yeah. yeah, okay, well, he's out. Adam's gonna be out and I don't want to see that because you want to see the best players on the field. Um, you know, I know rap hasn't graded well. PFF hasn't graded rap well the time that he has been on the field, but I think that they're working with him and and he could be a guy that if this year goes well in Buffalo, that they, they keep around for a while.
3: Yeah, I I guess the point that game was already in hand, well, and they will
5: never admit that why that's, rap was yeah. out there. Yeah, right.
3: I mean, then that's the point that Adams
5: is making The the kind of dig on on Taylor rap is yeah, you're only in the game because you're up by 25, and you don't know how to play the game the right way. If you learn, maybe you'll be in the game when it's in hand when it matters. Tough, tough words from Devontae Adams, not happy about being. Uh, Told that he can't return to that game after getting that uh, headshot from Taylor Rapp. Um, all right, the uh, Bills injury report and Dawson Knox is the one that highlights that.
3: What what do we know, Gino? Well, I know that uh, I had to wait a while for Dawson Knox in the locker room, so he was getting treatment after the game, which he didn't think anything of. And then he came out and he did his media responsibilities, but he was the last one out of the locker room. I can tell you that on Sunday. And honestly, I didn't think anything of it, danger. But then you realize, oh, wait a second. He was was a little ding coming out of that. And then he shows up on the injury report for a back issue. And again, he's not practicing again today. So we're going to get some sort of designation tomorrow on Dawson Knox. But now it might be Dalton Kincaid's time to kind of step up as tight end one. And who would be the guy as tight end two? That would be Quentin Morris. Sean McDermott on
5: uh, Dalton Kincaid filling that Dawson Knox role
4: um yeah we'll see um you know like I mentioned uh, Dawson's a valuable player for us um we'll see how he trends in the next day or two and I'll know more then um Dalton has done a phenomenal job of you know getting himself going in in in, in his young NFL career and um you know he's he's been physical at the point of attack and I think that was out there that people didn't think probably in the draft that he was you know willing or able to be physical at the point of attack and he's done that he takes a lot of pride in that and and so does his coach and coach boris so um you know he's done a, he's done a good job and he's off to a good start
5: and quentin morris does remain an option for this offense as well sean mcdermott
4: yeah um you know he's he brings a lot to our to our room uh to our team he's a special teams player he plays when his number call on on the offensive side of the ball and um He's a two dimensional player for us, Um, so he's he's uh, he's also done a good
3: job. Plays when his number is called. His number is called. It's It's such a a low bar to clear. I mean, my gosh, if he's just going to go to the, I'm just going to state facts. He plays special teams, Mm. and uh, when his number is called, he's ready for us. And I'm going to lull you to sleep. (laughs) We got to come up with a nickname. He he's he's little Belichick now when it comes to talking to the media. I'm just going to. He's not mumbling, but he's sleepy. Sleepy Sean. Yeah. Well,
5: I don't think anybody's going to care as long as the wins stack. If you win, I don't really Ooh. care how you how you present in the press conference. We can make fun of you, and we will. We will. But you keep winning, Coach. Say it however you want to say it. It's fine. Uh, there's some uh, there's some McDermott sound from uh, prior to practice today. One Bills drive. If you missed Alex Brasky, last hour, full practice report. Uh, You can get that now wherever you get your shows. Search out the Sports Bar inside the free-to-download Odyssey app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, wherever you get your podcasts. You can find the Sports Bar, all of our guest appearances, all of our shows. And don't forget about the video stream. At The Fan Rochester on YouTube and Twitch, Gino and I will sing Benny Mardone's into the night on stage when we reach 1,000 combined subscribers slash followers on YouTube and Twitch, Peter suggesting that I rock a Nathan Peterman Pitt jersey, the number four mm. from. I, look, I'll do that without an incentive. Like uh, we're trying to build a
3: community here, Peter. I'll wear that jersey no matter what. I demonstrated on Tuesday on the show that I cannot sing. Are you sure this is a good idea? It's a great idea. I'm all for
5: it. Hopefully, you see the benefit in, in it as well in helping us achieve our goals here in the sports bar. Yes, you know, trying to build a little online community on YouTube and Twitch. Help us get to that number, and Gino and I will reward you with an outstanding rendition of the uh, 80s Yacht Rock Classic Into the Night by Betty Mardonez.
3: I wouldn't call that a classic. It's, a classic. it's been a hit multiple times. A generational hit. Funny how like things like uh, Baby, It's Cold Outside have been canceled. That one? Nope. 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 Still a Yacht Rock nope. staple. Totally, yeah. uh, totally normal in central New York.
5: Revered in central New York. Loved in central New York. Home of Benny
3: Mardonis. But now he's no longer with us. I know. No I know. longer with well, us. Well, I think
5: this is a fitting tribute. I think it'll be a stirring tribute. Not a dry eye in the house after we perform it, Gino.
3: <laughs> I'm not overselling this. I know how. Yeah. I know our value. The story today out of Dallas, terrible uh, non-contact happened in practice. Trayvon Diggs tore his ACL. Don't blame game.
5: me. This isn't my fault. I
3: well, just said
5: yesterday. You did. I just said yesterday what all Cowboy fans should already know. If you're a Cowboy fan, then you know that the 2-0 start means nothing. The 3-0 and start means nothing. And you'll win this weekend. you'll you even without Trayvon Diggs, you'll win against crappy Arizona, but you haven't beaten anybody. Your quarterback isn't all that great. Your head coach is sloppy. And when you do if you do beat somebody, the, the, you know if you if you win the division, you win the division, congratulations. Nobody repeats in the NFC East. Anything of significance will not come of this Cowboy season because it never does. It never does. Even if you make it to the postseason, it'll end on your running back getting trucked on the final play of the game in just embarrassing fashion. It's it's never good.
3: Well, I've got a solution here for the Cowboys. And let me do a little role play here. Ring, ring. Well, hello. Hey, Jerry. Yeah, yeah. This is uh, Brandon here. Uh, now, listen. <laughs> We got a corner up here that we just we just can't get on the field here, and we drafted him in the first oh, round. Boy. I'm willing to give him for a second-round pick. What about Kyrie Elam? Well, that's a mighty fine offer. Let's do it.
5: Second-round pick for Kyrie Elam.
3: I don't think the Bills are doing that. I just don't think they're doing that. They should. If you can't get on the field in year two, let's cut our losses. You're not going to get a first-round pick for... I don't think you're getting a second-round pick, and that's probably the end of the story. you right. I right. That's where I
5: think they're stuck. I just don't yeah. think they know what to do or how to work through this other than do what they're doing, which is slow play it. And maybe you need Kyer Elam down the road here, and you hope... That he can adapt his style of play more in line with the style of play of this Bills defense, which appears to be the knock on Kyrie Elam right now. Well, he's more of a press guy. He's not a zone guy like McDermott's defense calls for. Okay. Maybe, maybe it's a matchup thing. Maybe he's active this week. Who knows? You know, I really don't know the ultimate reason why Kyrie Elam can't get on the field on Sunday. But I also don't think that – I mean – Look, if you
3: could get a second-round pick for
5: Kyrie Elam right now, I think the Bills would do that. I don't think anybody's giving up a second-round pick for a guy that can't get on the field.
3: I think the Cowboys are going to trick themselves into thinking, hey, this is our season to get to the Super Bowl. Maybe it is. So why not go all in? Why not? It's an NFC that can be had. When is that Niners game? That's the game. Week five. Week five. Wow. Wow. Be here before you know it, pal.
5: That's going to be a good one. Um yeah, the Cowboys have the Cardinals this weekend. That's a W. Feels like a W tonight for the uh, Niners. They're hosting the Giants. The Giants without Saquon Barkley. Um, and the Giants who <laughs> just barely got by that that Cardinals team uh, last Sunday. I like the uh, I like the Niners tonight,
3: and. Um, I think a lot of people do, which leads me to think, hmm. You uh, think the Giants might actually make a game of it? I huh? mean, I, I, honestly, I think tonight might be the, oh, that's right. This is why we really don't like Thursday night football. <laughs> like, it could it could it just be solo? And this is what the Niners do. They play low-scoring games. So could we have a 16-13 game? And yes, the Niners win, but that wasn't pretty or watchable. Mm. I like the defense tonight for the Niners.
5: I think they they help add to the scoreboard. I like McCaffrey, obviously. Boy McCaffrey's been nice. if you're if you had McCaffrey in fantasy football, just enjoy it. Just enjoy it for can, as long as you yeah, have. It. While you they're can, using yeah. him and, and I don't know if they're gonna grind him down to a fine pulp, but they are using him and he's not coming off the field and you got everything you asked for out of Christian McCaffrey in
3: fantasy football. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh Carolina likely will not be without uh, Bryce Young. This There's week. a couple yeah. of really significant yeah. injuries this yeah. week in the NFL. You mentioned Carolina. Uh, how about Cincinnati? Cincinnati again today, uh, not practicing. Joe Burrow with the calf thing that flared up at the end of that game. So the Bengals right now are only one-point favorites in Tennessee. It's almost like Vegas knows. Yeah, yeah they're not going to be available. Yesterday when we had PJ on with
5: us, he liked Cincinnati, even with Burrow not being on the field.
3: From the standpoint of this, like, 0-3 is big. 0-3 is problematic. 0-3, there's only been, what, five teams that have ever gone to the postseason, uh, last being Houston in 2018, which I don't even remember. The Bills actually did that uh, back in uh, with Wade Phillips uh, in 1998. But I digress. That's the teams. You're looking at 0-2 teams, and that's why, (laughs) oh, my goodness, this is not trap with a capital T. It's it's trap capitalized the whole way for the Miami Dolphins this week. Only six and a half point favorites against Denver. A Denver team that, all right, two really tough losses. One point to the Raiders, and then uh, you probably should have had the two-point conversion. Probably should have gone to overtime. Sorry, you lose. So uh, the Broncos going down to South Florida 0-2. They really need a win. Yeah, uh,
5: so week three gets underway tonight with Thursday Night Football from the Bay. Niners hosting the New York Football Giants and Brian Dayball. Um, we mentioned the Diggs injury. We, we had the trade last night that that crossed our feeds after we signed off in the sports bar that sends Cam Akers to the Minnesota Vikings for a you know, late-round pick swap in the 20... Did I see this right? The 2026 draft? Like why? When, when did the when did NFL we, yeah. become the NBA? What are we doing? Th- that's a mark of get this
3: guy out of here. I don't care what it takes. Just get him out of here. What did Cam Akers say to Sean McVay? Or maybe you just look at that stat line from week one. What was it? 22 carries for 26 yards? Like, Sean McVay. That is Sean McVay thin-skinned? Because you hear rumors and
5: stories about Sean McVay having – you know, some some riffs with players.
3: Well, you're the going, Jared Goff. The Jared Goff thing, if that is true. That's true that Goff was making some crack about McVeigh's girlfriend. He, leather, he, but, yeah. yeah, I get that. Yeah. That's 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 not about having thin skin. That's just about, hey, you're a jerk, get off my team.
5: I get that. What did Akers say? Is everybody hitting on Sean McVeigh's wife or girlfriend? What's happening <laughs> with the Rams? He's just getting rid of players. Can't can't get him off our roster fast enough.
3: I think it's hilarious, though, that we connect the dots. Of course, O'Connell would take him in. Yes, because the bonds of football mean so much. Yeah. We trust each other. Yeah. Come on. Like he's going to all of a sudden be taking away time from Madison. I just don't think Cam Akers is all that good. There, I said it. Like yeah, he had an Achilles injury. And that's those are really tough to come back from.
5: Alexander Madison may not be
3: all that good either.
5: That that <laughs> that can also be true. Yeah. yeah. And you, by the way, with that offense, you might not need. You need a little bit of a running game. You need a little bit of balance. But Justin Jefferson's gonna you know lead the league in receptions, in receiving yards, and Kirk Cousins is on a just torrid pace already to start
3: the season. Well, you and I, when we don't have a horse in the race, and I think a lot of football fans are like this, we just root for chaos. That's the chaos game this week, right? The idea that the Chargers haven't turned the ball over at all, yet they're 0 2 because their defense is that bad. And that's the young Wonderkin you hired as the head coach, a guy with some defensive guru and Brandon Staley. That guy is going to get fired. The Vikings, if you imagine if they win this game, like when do you fire Staley if you're in Los Angeles? Yeah. Yeah, there will be some coaches
5: on the hot. I mean, when did the Colts fire Reich last year? Was it after Week Five, Week Six? For Was it earlier than there? that? Was it zero and four? We gotta look up. that up. But you know, like that's, I felt that felt like early in the season, like a a, a new bar had been set. Now Reich had been there previously,
3: November seventh, mm. so midway point.
5: Okay. Yeah, I mean, it won't. It wouldn't be shocking if the Chargers keep los finding ways to lose games. They who's the first head coach fired. I would say Eberflus, but I don't see a pathway for another coach to step up in that role, like on that team. So Eberflus is probably by default keeping his job through this season. It's probably Staley, where
3: Kellen Moore can step up and become your interim head coach. Agree. I think that uh, Gannon in Arizona is a one and done, but secretly you want to lose games. So let's keep them around here. <laughs> it's like, what point does this do if we're going to, you know, shake up the team and get everybody to sit up straight? No, we want you to lose.
5: <laughs> yeah, that'll be. Uh, I think a lot of points in that game between uh, the Vikings. And the Chargers this weekend. Let's get to a round of shots next, Gino.
3: Yeah, so uh, there is one development in the American League uh, wildcard chase. It's not good for the Jays. We'll give you an update on that. Oh, by the way, Sabres opened up camp. We got some audio from Kevin Adams to play for you. Why this may only be the beginning of Saudi Arabia getting uh, their influence, sports washing, they call it. Mm-hmm. We'll have a comment on that. And just a terrible story. Like, oh, I'm going to tell you something that might shock you. Yeah. Bad story from poker and gambling. Like, they're all not honest. Oh, stop. Really?
5: Yeah. Uh, A round of shots on the way next. Last call coming up before 6 o'clock as well. If you want to get in for for that now, uh, give us a shout on the Good Smoke Barbecue and Pub Wingman line at 866-4FAN-585-866-4326. Shots next in the sports bar Danger and Bataglia. On the sports leader, the fan, Rochester. Odyssey has sports for every fan. Keep up with your favorite teams from across the country and get the inside scoop from experts. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Odyssey.
2: the fan Rochester sports update practice squad move for the Buffalo
3: Bills today now your typical one linebacker Christian Kirksey announced his retirement replacing him our old friend AJ
4: Klein a player Sean McDermott familiar with well I mean you know right now it's a one for-one type of deal and um, you know we have a lot of confidence in AJ as well and similar you know just in terms of the veteran presence the wisdom the experience um, and um, so it's good to have him back. Dawson
3: Knox did not practice once again today. The tight end with a back issue. Our coverage Sunday will begin at 9 a.m. Kickoff at 1 here on the Fan Rochester. Week 3 begins tonight. It's the Giants and 49ers in Santa Clara. Cowboys corner Trayvon Diggs is out for the year. He tore his ACL in practice today from baseball two finals today. Rays in the bottom ninth win over the Angels 5-4. Brewers over the Cardinals 6-0. Gene Pataglia, the
2: Fan Rochester. The beer is cold and the wings are hot. You're in the sports bar with Danger and Bataglia on the Sports Leader, 95.7 FM and AM 950, The Fan, Rochester.
4: Yeah, he's just, he's working with the trainers. Um, you know, when I do see him, he's he's extremely um, hard at work and um, anxious to get back, Um So, and I just take my cues from from what Nate is saying, and um, you know he's working really hard. That's Bills head coach Sean McDermott talking about the recovery of
5: Von Miller. We're just still a couple of ways away, a couple weeks away from Von Miller returning.
3: Yeah, well, it could be as soon as uh, the game in London, but I I don't see Von Miller going across the pond. That's not the game. Maybe the Giants game. I predicted earlier on. Like, let's save him. That that Monday night game against the Broncos, that, that would be a nice little soft landing for him. Time for a round of shots. Ooh, ooh. Sabre season? It's true. Camp open today for the Buffalo Sabres. Uh, GM Kevin Adams uh, speaking with reporters. Now there was one injury to come out of uh, the prospects challenge. That was Matthew Savoy. Adams giving us an update.
2: Yeah, he'll be out a little bit. It's honestly
6: the best case scenario for uh, after the imaging and everything. But he will miss some time. I put him more in the, the week-to-week type of range than day-to-day. But we're also going to be really patient and make sure that he's Fully go before we uh, let
2: him out there, but good news overall.
3: Yeah, that's going to kind of complicate things. We got to decide, all right, do we keep him here? Do we send him back to Junior? What do you do with Matthew Savoy? Sabres open the preseason Sunday in D.C. against the Caps, and believe it or not, the NHL preseason, when does it begin? In seven hours mm. at midnight, it's the Kings and Coyotes from Melbourne—the first NHL game ever played in the Southern Hemisphere. If you want to stay up, the NHL Network has the coverage.
5: I—I've uh, also got sound here from Sabres head coach Don Granato on the expectations for this
6: upcoming season. From two years ago to now, the group itself has moved along quite a ways and built and learned and progressed to the point where, even at the end of last season, we could start talking about playoffs um as an expectation as a as a legitimate goal um and that's where we're at that's where we wanted to be um you know our job as coaches the job is to win and two years ago we weren't in a position to to really go after wins we had to grow we had to gain experience uh we got it to the point now where you know these guys winning should be expected on a nightly basis you should go into games expecting to win with uh, we talked spoke about last season uh, there you you had a, a feeling and a thought you could win but that's shy of a conviction that you should win and I think last season moved us to that you know toward that point of uh, having a greater conviction about final result.
3: It's refreshing not to have patience and you know everything else and development. No, no, no. It's 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 go time. Yeah. Now, now it's you yeah. make the playoffs or what are we doing? Right. Yeah.
5: Exactly. It came close last year. I mean, it was it was meaningful hockey up until the very end for the Sabers. And and you imagine with a lot of these guys coming back and and the youth as they continue to grow and mature in the league. Yeah, the, the
3: expectation should be playoffs for this team we talked about this uh, earlier in the show today uh there's a report from darren drager up in canada that says uh there is one team that has shown interest in signing patrick kane the free agent that's the buffalo sabers now <laughs> take it for what it's worth take it from the brandon bean standpoint brandon bean's going to be interested in talking to everybody and that's how i kind of view this story does it mean anything no and oh by the way uh patrick kane hip surgery he's not going to be available till 2024 right
5: right and, and there were also reports earlier in the offseason that detroit was in on patrick kane look these reports from these insiders are being released for a reason and the reason here is Wait, to who, drum up interest in patrick kane who's talking to Drager. just yeah. a reminder yeah. just a reminder my client is still a free agent big name energize a fan base Patrick oh, Kane might, might not be able to play in the entirety of the season, but if you want him, Buffalo, he's there.
3: Oh, by the way, he's from Buffalo.
5: Did well, you know ho- that? Hold on a second. I had no idea. Nobody's ever brought that up before. Oh, wow. case we're you co- forgot. We're just connecting dots all over the place here.
3: Uh, yeah, I, I, I would predict we're going to get uh, further into the season, and yeah, Patrick Kane will still be unsigned which is fine. Uh, Not good news potentially for the Toronto Blue Jays who are trying to lock down a wild card. First baseman Vladimir Guerrero Jr. undergoing an MRI today. We don't have the results yet. He was a late scratch in last night's game against the Yankees. Manager John Schneider says that Guerrero's right knee has been, quote, barking at him in the last few days. Now, Toronto would win this game 6-1 tonight. Uh, The Jays are looking for the four-game sweep. They're sending out Jose Barrios to the mound against the Yankees' Garrett Cole. Toronto is in the second wild card position, but only one game up on Texas and Seattle. Uh
5: I hate that news. Love Laddie Jr., lots of fun watching him play. Um rough spot for the Jays here as as they look to kind of advance in the postseason, especially if that's in some sort of long term. I mean, if it's just a matter of giving them some rest, but I hate hearing MRI. I don't know. I've never heard of a knee barking at you before. His knees barking
3: at him. Yeah. What are we saying? Is it swollen? Is it what's going on now? Yeah. Figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not opportune time here. Uh, If you're not a fan of uh, Saudi Arabia and the live tour, potentially taking over the PGA tour, I got bad news. It's not going away anytime soon. When asked about his thoughts about sports washing, Crown Piss Mohammed bin Salman gave this brutally honest quote to Fox News: "Quote, if sports washing is going to increase my GDP by one percent, then I will continue to do sports Washington, sports washing. I don't care. Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah, <laughs> treating his country like a business. <laughs> I'll do what I have to do to get those revenues
3: up. I don't understand how putting out all this money. Where's the return on this?" I don't get that. I, part I'm of it. saying, just wait and
5: watch as the world continues to evolve and the world continues to change. It's just a matter of time. Your favorite team could be
3: consumed by this money, unless Congress gets involved. That's the only thing that's going to stop this. Like, I I agree with you. What's to say that? Oh, my gosh, we've had this mess in Arizona for how long with the Coyotes. Nope, no more mess. Here you go. Here's the new arena. I mean, if we brought this back home, hey, Gene, you've always wanted a, a nice new arena in downtown Rochester. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's good here. Yeah.
5: yeah, Funded by the Saudis. Could you sleep at night? I do uh, it's, it's, it's coming. It started,
3: and it's, it's like Coach Prime says. Oh, they're coming. Finally, uh, a man named Ron Mercer had cancer, raised the necessary $12,000, the entry fee of the World Series of Poker that that goes on annually. Um, This used to be a big thing on television, by the way. I remember that was like, oh, my gosh, let's watch poker. And now I kind of forget that It's on. Um, He used the money from a GoFundMe account that he set up uh, claiming he had stage four terminal colon cancer. He netted somewhere between thirty dollars and $50,000. He got to stay in a suite in the Bellagio, which was also donated. Well, it was all a lie. Now, mm. while GoFundMe says he violated the terms of service, Mercer says he's not giving the money back, saying he believes he has undiagnosed breast cancer. Which makes the donations legitimate in his mind. Oh, by the way, uh, he was eliminated the first day of the tournament. You have undiagnosed breast cancer,
5: then go get diagnosed for breast cancer and make this all go away. If what you're saying is true, what does that even mean?
3: Undiagnosed breast cancer. How is this not fraud? Somebody Smurray has to, you know, kind of explain to me. Is it not? Yeah. Like, hey, I have cancer. No, (laughs) ha ha. Fifty thousand dollars, mine. (laughs) Ha ha. Yeah. Disgusting. It's a bad guy.
5: Eliminated the first day Way of the tournament. Way bad guy,
3: a poker player. Oh, yeah, shocking.
5: Yeah, yeah. I don't like that story, Gino. I don't like guys pretending to have a terminal illness and using it to their advantage. All a fraud. There's a round of shots for you in the sports bar with Danger and Bataglia. Last call is next. The most dangerous words in all of talk radio. We go to the phones. You can join us. Floors floor is open. Before we shut it down, five eight five eight six six four F A N eight six six four three two six. Tomorrow's show, uh, we'll give you a little taste, a little preview of who's stopping by the sports bar as well. Last call as we close up shop. Next on the fan, snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Mike Danger for FanDuel Sportsbook, official partner of 95.7 The fan right now. New customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. New customers. Check out fanduel.com slash Mike to kick off the NFL season. You'll get $200 in bonus bets win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, join me. There's no better time to get in on the action than right now. The app is easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including the spreads, the player props, the over-unders, and more. Again, FanDuel.com slash Mike, M-I-K-E and join me on FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. 21 plus and physically present in New York, first online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required, bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt restrictions apply see terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com for help with a gambling problem call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 odyssey has sports for every fan keep up with your favorite teams from across the country and get the inside scoop from experts a-u-d-a-c-y odyssey
2: They've raised the bar on Rochester sports talk. You're in the sports bar with Danger and Battaglia on the Sports Leader 95.7 FM and AM 950, The Fan, Rochester.
4: Well, I'm not usually out to grading my players in, in the media. Um, I don't believe in that. Um, but separate to that, I think uh, they're really playing hard, and and um, I think they the Russian coverage is is working together, which it should. And um, but I still feel like there's more. Um, there's more in there in terms of what we can do and how effective we can be in both on the rush end of things and the back end as well. Bill's head coach, Sean McDermott, you're not going to
5: grade the pass rush. You're not going to uh, grade his own performance, the defense, the defensive line in the back end, but uh, giving a little bit of an update there on on how his defense has been performing through two weeks of the NFL season. It's last call in the sports bar with Danger and Bataglia at
3: 866-4326-866-4FAN. Yes, please give us a call. Bring us your takes. Doesn't have to be on the Bills. If you're a Cowboy fan bummed about digs, if you know, whatever's on your mind, first stop, it's our buddy Luke in Rochester. Hey, Luke, how are you doing, bud?
4: I know, It's pretty well. I think um, you guys are sort of under-crediting Elon. He can play. He, he proved it last year and late in the season when there were injuries and in the, in the playoff games. His problem seems to be that he hasn't adapted to zone schemes, which, um, I, don't, I don't know, the zone is really preventing defense, but
3: that, that's... Well, if that's the problem, I, though. You can't say that we're under... That's yeah. what the Bills run!
5: And, and Luke, we're not the ones undercrediting
3: the the Bills. The
5: Bills are the ones that are undercrediting their first-round draft pick of a couple of years ago. I mean, I I think that the player himself is a good player, athletic. Yeah, he's a little handsy. Um, So the technique is something that he still needs to work on. But but it's not the right fit here, maybe. He might be a square peg in a round hole. And maybe that's all you need to – stay off of the field on Sunday, or maybe you see him on the field come a week from Sunday, because you might need a little bit more athleticism on that back end. And maybe a Kyrie Illum is a player better suited to go up against a Tyreek Hill or a Jalen Waddle, whatever the case may be uh through two weeks. We haven't seen Kyrie Illum, and it hasn't been Gene and I saying, well, he's just not good. No, I I'm as perplexed as anybody as to why, He's not out there, and the only thing we keep hearing from everybody that covers his team is, oh, he's kind
3: of more of a, a press guy. He's not or, really a zone guy. Or like you hear, well, you know, Cam Lewis is out there for special teams, special teams. What, Kyrie Elam can't play special teams? Like this is some big skill to cover a kick? Are you kidding me? Luke, appreciate you. Now, that's a, you, know, you got us going there, Luke. That's a good call. 8664-FAN, 8664-326.
5: Now, uh, we'll put a bow on this week, tomorrow, in the sports bar. We go to Washington, D.C., our nation's capital. Craig Hoffman from our Odyssey Sports Sister Station in D.C. will be joining
3: us. If for nothing else, a weather update. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's, if you haven't heard, there is going to be... They're calling it a cyclone. I didn't know, could we get cyclones on the East Coast? I had no idea.
5: Fear. Fear, fear. this rating. This is the fear, Gene.
3: No. <laughs> no, no, we did not. <laughs> want. I need a thunder
5: sound effect. I need a thunder.
3: The count is in. Count hats ah, In September <laughs> in Rochester, not for us, but for your beloved Buffalo Bills. How many we inches could of have rain? Three, four, five, <laughs> six inches of rain. Uh, 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 uh. I am counting. (laughs) Count Hesco, make sure you watch tonight at 11 and tomorrow at 6 and all the time, the 13 fam news. (laughs) Oh, God. Hesco might listen to the show and be like, why
5: are these guys even, why is my name even in their mouth? Was that just the first count?
3: Was that the first meteorologist that popped into your head? I don't know what you're talking about. I am on the television every night, and my job is to make you scared.
5: (laughs) Okay. There he is. Count go with a tropical cyclone bearing down on the mid-Atlantic region, which should impact a couple of games, including the Bills and the Commanders. That's, well, we'll
3: see. We'll see. Craig Hoffman tomorrow.
5: Craig Hoffman joins us. We'll we'll get that weather report, but we'll also talk about the the 2-0 start. For the commanders, look, I'm a big believer in the psychology of momentum. And just based on how they've started this season, the way they've won the games that they've won, I don't necessarily believe that this is
3: going to be a cakewalk for the Buffalo Bills. I think they can win. I think covering is going to be a challenge. I think with Washington and Eric I they'll do some things on offense. And I think, are, are we going to get good Josh, bad Josh, or somewhere in between? Hmm. I don't think the Bills' offensive line all of a sudden solved everything. This is a big test against that team coming up.
5: Thor Nyström joins us tomorrow afternoon as well. We've got a big weekend in college football. Thor of Fantasy Pros and Betting Pros will we'll talk some some
3: NCAA college football action with Thor, our superhero of the spread. Get some might, winners. Like as far as the September weekend, this oh, Notre Dame, Ohio State, Penn State, Iowa. Oh, Coach Prime is is that team for real? They're going to Oregon. So many delicious matches. Yeah, we'll look forward to that as well. Thor joins us at three twenty five tomorrow
5: afternoon in the sports. Bar. All right. If you missed Alex Brasky of Bill's Digest. And the Batavia Daily News, who joined us last hour. Or Yahoo Fantasy Sports' Andy Behrens, who joined us in the 3 o'clock hour. You can get either of those conversations wherever you get your shows. Uh, That includes the free-to-download Odyssey app. And while you're searching out the sports bar, here's another one for you to check out. It's always game day in Buffalo. That's with Sal Capaccio and Matt Bove. All the latest moves, all the latest storylines on and off the field for the Buffalo Bills. Listen to It's Always Game Day in Buffalo on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. And of course, today's big news, the retirement of linebacker Christian Kirksey. He doesn't <laughs> want to sit around on the practice squad anymore. Get me out of here. I'm not going to get on the field. It turns out maybe this Terrell Bernard kid is, is good enough to stick around. So Kirksey hanging it up, calling it a career just one year after leading the Houston Texans in tackles. Uh, Back tomorrow, starting at 3 o'clock. Appreciate you listening. Appreciate you checking us out online as well at The Fan Rochester on YouTube and on Twitch for the video stream. Craig Hoffman tomorrow, Thor Nystrom tomorrow, your calls tomorrow at 866-4326 as we get you ready for the Bills and the Commanders. Sunday afternoon, kickoff just after 1 o'clock here on The Fan. Zach Gelb on the way next. The sports leader, 95.7 FM, and AM 950, The Fan, Rochester. Odyssey has sports for every fan. Keep up with your favorite teams from across the country and get the inside scoop from experts. A-U-D-A-C-Y.
1: Odyssey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it.